Hey y'all, and welcome back to the For The One podcast. I'm KK Hooper, your host, and this episode is part three of our Christmas Advent series for 2023. So in this episode, we're talking about the Tiny Tims, the poor in spirit, and the sick. So festive, am I right? (laughs) Don't worry, I promise it ties to Christmas time. So grab your hot chocolate, put on your ugly Christmas sweaters, and let's get started. I want to start this episode off with a story for y'all, or a couple of stories, I guess. Um, So senior year of high school, I feel like I might have mentioned this in episodes before, but I had severely injured my knee the day we got let out for Christmas break. And I was already diagnosed by the doctors of what my injury was and that I knew I needed surgery. And around Christmas time, I still couldn't really walk from the injury. And I remember just sitting on the couch, surrounded by, like, my whole loving family and all these beautiful presents. And the whole time, I was just so bummed because I didn't want any of these presents. All I wanted was my knee to be healthy. None of them compared to wanting to be healed. Nothing of these physical gifts compared to what I actually wanted. Flash forward a year later. So, well, let's take it back a step. About a month after that is when I had my surgery to fix my knee. And then 11 months later, so the following Thanksgiving time, I had surgery, another surgery, except not for my knee, it was on my wrist. Totally random and out of the blue, was not even prepared for it. And that same Christmas, or not that same Christmas, what am I saying? That next Christmas... I was, I remember I was talking with my uncle and he was like, oh, you're injured again, haha. I was like, yeah, I'm just Tiny Tim two years in a row. (laughs) Like from the Christmas Carol, the little kid. Um, But that's what I was, is like I was physically had ailments two years in a row. That Christmas, I was really fresh off of surgery. I think maybe like two or three days fresh. Like still taking my antibiotics. I couldn't have the Christmas mimosas with anybody. It was so so bummed out. And at that time, it wasn't too bad because I knew it was going to be okay. The Christmas beforehand, though, I had no idea if I was going to be okay or not, what the future held. Oh yeah, by the way, Tiny Tim, I know I mentioned Tiny Tim from the Christmas Carol. When I reference him, I reference it more in like the physical ailments way. I'm pretty sure he was way more joyful, way more uh, peaceful than I was at the time um, that I was playing Tiny Tim in my family. But all that to say, during Jesus's ministry on earth, he talks a lot about the poor. He doesn't always use the word poor to mean financially poor. Sometimes he does. But rather, poor in spirit, humble, lowly, those with ailments like Tim and myself, like physically poor. Sometimes he would use the word sick in a similar way. Sometimes he would use it to refer not to the body, but to the soul. Now you may be wondering, well, what causes our soul to be sick? And that's sin. Luke 5, 31 through 32, the Pharisee, so Jesus had just met this guy named Levi, and Levi was a tax collector, and Levi dropped everything he was doing and invited Jesus 
to come to a feast at his house. And all these Pharisees, they saw Jesus. He was hanging out with all these tax collectors and sinners. And they were wondering, what is it? What is this guy doing hanging out with the likes of these people who do horrible things? And Jesus answered them. He said, it is not the healthy who need a doctor, but the sick. I have not come to call the righteous, but sinners to repentance. So for a little bit of context for those who don't know, tax collectors back in the day, they were traitors to their people. So these are Jewish people living under the Roman Empire. So not even they're not enslaved, but they're definitely not favored. They're not Roman citizens, they're just kind of these outcasts of society. And tax collectors are people who basically sold out, like took a position for the Roman Empire for money to collect money from their own people. And they oftentimes took more than they required just to keep it for themselves. Um, There's a lot of greed there, a lot of just like outcast-ness there, if that's even a thing. And so many of the Jewish people didn't like them because they saw them as these horrible traitors. And so that's who Jesus was hanging out with, traitors to their own people, to their own country. And Jesus said, I came not to call the healthy, but the sick. Jesus' whole mission was to call those who needed him the most to draw near to him. I think it's funny a lot of times I hear this most in I hear this most in like country songs where they're like, Wow, you know, I love this girl so much, like she can even put a sinner in church, like I'll go to church for this girl and you're like, Wait, what? Y'all, if sinners weren't allowed in church, we'd just have a whole bunch of empty buildings. Like <laughs> sinner like that is what the church is made up of is broken, fallen people, the sick that Jesus came to heal. I talked about in our last episode how Jesus has many names. Another name that people called Jesus in his time is Rapha, which means healer. They also use it as Jehovah Rapha, God who heals. And I think that's really sweet because not only did he heal people, he healed the women of bleeding, he healed many people from crippled hands and leprosy and just all these kind of sickness. He did physical healing, but he also heals our souls. The purpose of his mission on earth was to call sinners to him, was to call sinners to him and to heal us from the sin that ails our souls. Jesus, God in the flesh, the incarnation of God, he is a miracle to be celebrated, especially around Christmas, because through him we are healed, through him we are saved. Christmas is a beautiful time, y'all. It's fun because the whole world is just kind of romanticizing life on surface level. That's one of the reasons why it's fun. But one thing that everyone attributes to Christmas is magic. Like, quote unquote, like, sparkly magic. And I'm guilty of using this verbiage too. In reality, we know magic is not real and not of God. However, I think the quote unquote magic that people refer to during Christmas time, the... I guess you could say the beauty that radiates this time of year. What I believe that is, is what I believe that is, is the grace and mercy and love, the healing that's all through Christ Jesus. The, that's the beauty. That's what we get to celebrate. That's why he came. 
Y'all, I want to read you another tax collector story. Now, Jesus entered Jericho and was passing through. A man was there by the name of Zacchaeus. He was the chief tax collector and was wealthy. So this guy, not only was he a tax collector, he was the most tax collector-y tax collector. He was the most of them all. He was the one doing the most in the eyes of his people to betray them. Zacchaeus, he wanted to see who this Jesus was, but he was short and could not see over the crowd. So he ran ahead and climbed a sycamore fig tree to see him since Jesus was coming that way. When Jesus reached the spot, he looked up and said to him, Zacchaeus, come down immediately. I must stay at your house today. So he came down at once and welcomed him gladly. All the people saw this and began to mother, He has gone to be a guest of a sinner. But Zacchaeus stood up and said to the Lord, Look, Lord, here and now I give half of my possessions to the poor, and if I have cheated anybody out of anything, I will pay back four times the amount. Jesus said to him, Today salvation has come to this house, because this man too is a son of Abraham. For the Son of Man came to seek and save the lost. I I love this story so much, because not only was Zacchaeus the most, like, the, the most, the chief tax collector, <laughs> what am I trying to say? The chief tax collector. But he also said... He's also willing to humble himself and say, Lord. He called Jesus Lord. And he said, here now I give half my possessions to the poor. I'll pay back four times anything I've taken from my own people. I repent of what I have done. And I love also that Jesus calls him out by name. That no matter how much tax fraud he's committed against his people, Jesus doesn't call him, hey, you tax collector. Some rando sitting up in a tree. No, he knows. He knows that it's someone who's lost, who is sick, who is poor, so desperate that he's willing to undignify himself to climb up a tree to see this traveling rabbi, the savior of the world. And he calls him Lord, and Jesus calls him Zacchaeus. He calls him by his name and not by his sin. Y'all, the son of man came to seek and save the lost. We know, we know the world is broken. Everyone can attest to that. And I believe the lost, the poor in spirit, they know it the most. Because they feel a deep longing in their hearts that something's missing. I hear You hear it a lot in testimonies um, of people who say, oh, I was searching the world. Or there's even a song, that's a song lyric. I was searching the world, but it couldn't fill me. You're trying to find fulfillment in, you know trying to do all these things that are self-serving and not really good for you like we know the world is broken and the lost feel it the most they have a deep longing in their hearts that something is missing and what's missing for them is jesus they haven't accepted him into their hearts it's a jesus-sized hole that they're trying to fill with anything but him a lot of times people during christmas time love to give back to the less fortunate through food drives and toy drives, and that's really sweet and beautiful, beautiful causes. How about on top of that? This Christmas, we share Jesus with the poor in spirit. We share them, we share him with the sick in spirit. Maybe it's your coworker or your friend who 
know that you follow Jesus, kind of, but kind of just they stay out of it. Or maybe it's a family member. Really, it could even be people who seem like they have it all together. People whose lives, likely, even if they look like they're having it all together, with, you know, their house, the car, the whatever, the job, they may be even hanging on by a thread. I mean, who are we to say what's going on in their lives? How about this Christmas, on top of the toy drives and the food drives, we serve the modern-day Zacchaeus and the modern-day Levi's, the ones longing for more than what the world can offer. Y'all, I encourage you, share Jesus with them. Tell of how he came miraculously, yet humbly. Tell how he fulfilled centuries of prophecies and healed people. Tell how he can heal them too, if they just believed in him and made him Lord over their lives. Well, he would heal them nonetheless. I believe in the goodness, but tell how he can make them fill that brokenness in their lives. Tell them the meaning behind Christmas traditions that are more than just the secular magic. Tell how the star on top of Christmas trees represent the stars that lead that led the wise men to Jesus. Tell how candy canes are shaped like a staff used by shepherds cuz Jesus is our good shepherd. Tell how the color, the red stripe in the candy cane is for God's love that sent Jesus to give his life for us on the cross, that the red is also the blood that he shed for us. Tell how the stripes remind us of Jesus' suffering crown of thorns that were wrapped and put on his head, the wounds of his hands and feet, and the cross on which he died. Tell how we give gifts out of love this season in representation of the wise men that gave Jesus gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And also, because most importantly, Jesus is God's gift to us. Tis the season, y'all. You know, they say Jesus is the reason for this Christmas season. For the one who's listening, for the one who needs to hear it, y'all, I'm going to leave you with one more verse. Romans eight thirty-eight through 39, I think is one of the most powerful ones written. Paul says, For I am convinced that neither death nor life, nor angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future, nor any powers, neither height nor depth nor anything else in all of creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. There's nothing that Jesus can't do. There's no one he cannot heal. There's no person that he can't save. Celebrate this Christmas with the joy in your heart that Lord Jesus loves you so much. He came to earth humble, vulnerable, as a naked baby so that you could be saved and so that those around you can be saved. What a love. For the one who's listening, for the one who needs to hear it, Jesus loves you. God bless. Hey, y'all. If this has been a blessing to you, please go ahead and share it with your friends. Who knows? Maybe they'll be the one who needs to hear it. Also, go ahead and subscribe to the show so you get notified when new episodes launch. And follow along on Instagram at ForTheOnePodcast underscore. Thanks again for listening. Peace out.